All right, this is take a lot. I've completely lost count because this is such a, a hard topic to approach. And needless to say, we can only approach it from a masculine perspective. The conclusions that we've come to, I think a lot of people will know is true. Almost nobody will want to admit it. And we're going to be brutal. So if you're not ready for that, come back when you are ready. But this is Hyperborean Radio Uncensored, so that's what you came here for. Uh, welcome to the podcast. I'm Celtic God. With me is the Lore Keeper, as always. Go ahead, say hi, and then we can do the plugs. Oh, yeah. Hello. And if you like what you hear or you don't like what you hear but you know you need to hear it, you can back us on Patreon. You can back us on Buy Me a Coffee and buy us a book. Or you can even buy some of our fantastic shirts, many of which are now being designed by Neil Rundgren, who is an artist that we're able to put on retainer thanks to you. Yeah. Well, and uh, and then there's PayPal. With the PayPal controversy, you can still send us money through there because they haven't decided that we're naughty people. Yet. Okay. um, So, again, this is kind of a, a hard topic. We've tripped over it several times. Because we're trying to do it right. We've come come to the clu- conclusion. All we can do is just spit it out. You agree with us, don't agree with us. Hopefully it'll make you think. Scream at us, rage at us, argue with us, agree with us. But listen and actively listen. Is it really Hyperborean Radio if we don't kick at least three people in the Right. Uh, on accident. Yes. Go ahead and start with what got us headed down this path. Well, what made us realize, and it actually kind of messed with my head for a while was our women are actually the logical ones in the relationship. That sounds ridiculous. Absolutely like ridiculous. Until you realize what we argued and fought is. with that notion. Oh yeah. I had to actually take like a day and a half it's to like, let no. it settle. But it actually makes sense if you realize that women are more logical, but they're less imaginative. Don't worry, you, you still have an imagination, women's we're not calling you robots. Right. We're we're yeah. Anyways, just keep going. Screw it. This is what keeps tripping us up. Just screw it. Women are more logical than men. They are more capable of assessing the 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 moment in time. They are more immediate. They are more YOLO. They are more carpe diem. Because even though they know there's going to be a tomorrow, that's not guaranteed. So they take care of the stuff for today. Women are very good at that. They're good at assessing assessing things in a logical idea that's why they make a lot of the decisions they do what they lack is the um, as much imagination as the men have for foresight for looking forward for planning for grand ideas and ideologies and things of that nature those typically fall to men and this is why men have to be solid we have to be capable of actually executing our vision and actually be capable of doing more than just daydreaming because our women They absolutely love us as cruel, as vicious, as savage, as brutal as our women are. And let's be honest, men, we love it. Mm -hmm. Love them for it. We just don't like it when they aim it at us. No. Which, unfortunately, with society, that's kind of what's happened is women that people will say women are crazy. Here's the reality of it. Women are any more crazy than than our men are. When you average out everybody, everybody is insane in one one way or another. Women, you're not crazy. The that desire that you have when you see the baby that you love and you just want to bite it, bite its little face right off, and then you see that person that you hate and you just want to bite them, bite their face right off. This is normal. The abnormal thing is if you actually do it. 
Yeah, yeah, that's where the abnormal comes in. And it's about balance, knowing where to aim what and when. Well, and you, there's actually warnings about this in mythology. The maenads, because they will straight up tear someone limb from limb because they can't stand to be apart from them. They love them that much. And they'll also just straight tear a man to pieces because fuck him. Why the hell is he even near me? So, it's, so at first glance, based off from what we're told society and people should be, our women seem insane. And they're creatures of complete extremes. One side is insanely cruel and vicious, vindictive, all these things that sounds bad, but it's not. It's, it's kind of like when we talk about sav- the savagery and brutality of our men. It sounds bad because we're taught to think that's bad. But on the other side of women is that soft flower. It's pretty. It's it's giving. It it's all these things that's soft and wonderful in in life. And both of these things exist together. Well, we use our brutality, our savagery, to defend the flower. Just like there's the innocence of the men. You know, the, I found a bunny wabbit. I named him George. He's my best friend now. Mm-hmm. Here's a flower for you. I'm going to go do stuff. That is what the women defend with their, their savagery and their cruelty. We defend each other's weak points or what the other races might, dece- see, might call weak points. The men's innocence and the women's sweetness, I guess, for lack yes. of a better term. But we both have that other end. And women are actually attracted to that both the savagery and the innocence of mm-hmm. the men the capability to be so brutal as to just destroy to in- rip a man's arm off and show him the wet end yes and then hit him with the wet end yes but, but all- there's also that 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 softer side of the man that she likes ra- the the soft center wrapped in broken glass and rocks whereas the woman is the sharp dagger wrapped in silk cloth yes or let's go with linen let's keep it hyperborean the reality with that is is we balance each other out but we're both so out of balance and we're naturally a people of extremes and then our natural inclinations of we are like this way with tribe and clan with our people and we are like this to the outside has been completely gone astray because we have been told that the entire world is our people yeah so who is the within who is the without who are you kind to and who are you harsh to who are you brutal to who are you savage to who are you sweet to it becomes a complete mess and Mm -hmm. then both the patriarchs and the matriarchs are gone so who reigns in the nature of the youth well and we're such a dangerous species for the powers that be it's it's better for them to have us attacking each other. Which is what they've done. Yeah, they have made it okay to attack. They have made it okay for our people's men to attack the women and the women to attack the men. And the women attacking the men is what we're going to focus on because that's what the podcast is about, is about our women's nature and how it's been twisted, but how all these things that they have tried to present as awful things, awful reasons to despise women, hate the women's is that they're things we actually love because... There are a few things a man would love more than a woman that loves him, loves him deeply, just comes up, sits on his lap, gives him a peck on the cheek, puts her arm around him, lets him know he, that she loves him, and then takes the knife and t- says to the girl that was approaching, you come near my man, I'm going to cut your fucking tits off. <laughs> Does not blame him for the woman approaching him. 
because he's too innocent. He's too naive to even notice, and she she should know this. Well, when we truly love, a so woman, she doesn't we can't blame him. She does not blame him because he is innocent and naive in this in this encounter. She sees what's going on. So then, in this case, she's not blaming him. She's blaming the one that's bringing the problems. She's blaming the woman that's trying to take what's hers. Right. Because our women absolutely love our men. They absolutely adore us. Well, nobody loves a hyperborean woman like a hyperborean man. And nobody can love a hyperborean man like a hyperborean woman. It's just the way that it is. We are perfectly matched for each other. Well, in the way the women, because here's something that's been completely fucked with, is the women are actually the ones that approach the men. It's not that the men never approach the women. It's that that creates a completely different dynamic, and there's all these social things, but the average, if you Mm -hmm. average it all out, the women approach the men. The men boast of their accomplishments. They show off. They peacock a little bit. uh, They shout to the skies about their glories and their, their their great deeds. And the women are attracted to that. They're attracted to the strength. They're attracted to the sturdiness, the intelligence, the creativity, all these things. And they approach the man, and they make it very clear. They, there used to be customs for this. Like midsummer, women would make their flower wreaths and give it to the man they love. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if he had more than one wreath, you know, if he liked any of the girls back, he would take the one that he likes the most. And either it, sometimes it's give her back her flower wreath. Or he takes his oak wreath in some regions and gives that to her. Right. It's a token of D- reciprocal affection. There's different customs around that, but either way, it's the the females approaching the males. And that would be very helpful because here, here's the thing, ladies. Oh, I think that you're that you're so cute, guy. Insert name. <laughs> guy thinks that you're making fun of him. Oh, yeah, because I have actually had women say, oh, would you like to do this? Would you like to do that? I assume that it's some kind of mean girl prank. Yes. And that's when I was younger. I'm a little bit older. I know a bit better now. But that's how a lot of guys think. They either think, oh, she means as a friend. Yes. So. As a friend, as a brother. Oh, man. Well, I've been friend zoned. The and then she gets angry because he th- because he's not reciprocating, but he thinks that he's been friend zoned. Oh, he might love you dearly, but he doesn't want to ruin a good thing. Yeah. Or whatever. Or he just thinks that you like like him. But you don't like, like, like him. Yes. That, that's how ridiculous. Whatever all these likes that's mean, That's how yes. innocent and oblivious men are. We're not very good at picking up on mm-hmm. hints. We've said it before. We'll say it again. That's why, unfortunately. Or one that happened to me and it scarred me for years. I walk into a room. A bunch of girls are talking. There he is. And they screamed and ran out of the room. This emotionally scarred me so bad. I'm like, what is wrong with me to the point where they have to scream and run out of the room? What it was is because I caught them talking about how much they liked me. I didn't know this for a very long time. Well, and our women, here's the thing is, it is so instinctual that the women approaches the man, makes it clear that she likes him. I can hear women laughing, though. They're like, I've done that. Oh, it's like that that famous video of the guy singing Halo in the bathroom. The girls are outside giggling and recording it. Mm -hmm. They're not giggling because they think it's funny or they're laughing at how, how the guys are. They like it. They like that the guys are doing this. Right. It's women like these things about us. And our women, it's so instinctually ingrained for them to actually approach the men that even with this amount of freaking brainwashing from the time that they're born, that the men approach the women, you don't want to approach the man because that's emasculating. You don't want to do that, et cetera, et cetera. 
women still do it. I mean, they've you've had it happen to you, and they've gotten kind of aggressive. Yes. I mean, you had uh, one time in Main Street, so many women wa- were coming after yeah, you. They, uh, yeah. They yeah. almost It had to be naked. separated. It had to be separated by outside forces. They literally were grabbing your clothes and trying to take you. I think it would have ended in a main ad situation if it had probably had it continued. It, it was it was not a pleasant moment. But part of the reason why guys end up going this this negative route is one, we're people and we don't think of ourselves as being fantastic or great, even if we are at least not if we're on the path to being a real man, because there's humility involved. But part of it, too, is the women that actually care aren't defending us from the ones that are picking on us, that are mocking us, that are making fun of us. And because those ones succeed because we weren't defended, we assume that is what that means when the woman giggles or laughs or hides her face or blushes and runs away. We automatically go to it's a negative. Um, This isn't really where we is going, but it is where we was going. Well, it's the topic's just massive. It's it's massive and it's hard to really fully ingrain it. But part of what I think needs to be brought up is think of our woman more like she wolves. And I mean that in a positive light, but our, our people behave closer in temperament to bears and wolves than to the monkeys they always try to compare us mm-hmm. to. And that's actually part of what made me start to realize it because our women, they are vicious, they are savage, but they love our men so much they will straight kill other women over it. Like, mm-hmm. you think men fighting over women is a shit show. The other way around, because, like, you've had women at where you work. They come up to you, they want your attention. Some of them will come up with excuses to talk to you. Sometimes they might actually be talking to you about business stuff. Then another woman comes up and tries to start the conversation. The woman that just brought, even if she brought The first woman gets insanely angry at the second woman. Yeah, the second woman just made an enemy for life. Mm -hmm. That's how much our women care about our men. And, like, you've also had women kind of lean on you and find an excuse to practically lie on your chest. Yeah. And it, it gets interesting. Like, they will, it's like me. I'll actually have women find excuses to touch my arm or touch my shoulder or touch my back. And just kind of trace the muscle. It's but it's that, that gentleness that attracts us to the women. They are gentle. They are beautiful when they're not maiming themselves. They are beautiful. They are gentle. They're giving. They're soft. They're sweet. They're everything wonderful in the world. On the other side of this coin, there is that cruelty, the the brutality, the savagery, the 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 woman that would slaughter the entire neighboring village if they caused harm to her man or her child, which is a product of her man. So by extension, yes. Well, it's why we're Uh, attracted to them for that. We are attracted to the danger of a woman. That's why the femme fatale... Our women are not harmless. No, they are extremely dangerous. In fact, in the right circumstance, they make us look like teddy bears Mm -hmm. instead of grizzly bears. Well, there's some historic things that, that you brought up earlier when... We was uh, trying to do this with, oh, maybe that's where some of these ideas of the witches with the animals dying and the wells being poisoned and and buildings just mysteriously catching fire. What woman in the area was not just not scorned. Her man was caused harm, killed, well, maybe. Oh, the Christians would straight up kill the pagans. So 
if that leaves a woman and her pagan husband is dead, she will go out of her way to exact revenge right. if she truly loved him. Yeah, she'd be sneaking around at night, poisoning or killing animals, maybe poisoning their wells uh, of the of the people that caused babies. the death, suffocating babies. And you women, you know it's true. Well, I it, can I can see you nodding from here like, yes, no, no, I'd never. Yes, I would. Us men are attracted to the dangerous element of our women. We find it attractive. So and, long as it's never aimed at us. Women, never aim it at us. If there is a man you love, whether it's brother, father, husband, lover, little brother, what, whatever it is, those, those are the ones that you treat with kindness, with that sweet woman that you know people like on Instagram and everything and people find attractive and want to talk to in real life. You are kind and you, you have that sweet innocence that you present to the men that you love. Mm-hmm. The, the linen cloth with pretty We need patterns. to believe it. But to those outside, that's when you draw your dagger. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a reason. Women's jewelry, all this, all this bangly crud they have today, that's not what it used to be. Old school women's jewelry comes in three varieties. Armor, weaponry, and money. Wealth, yes. So, and I don't mean like gold chains, everybody. No, I mean like literally money. Like you would break a piece off and pay with it. Yes. But otherwise, like the brooches used to be daggers. I mean, they were more ornamental than the men's dagger, which was just a straight-up dagger. But, like, large necklaces. But they were still functional. Yeah. They were just more petite. Large necklaces, belts, bracelets. Like, Wonder Woman's not too far off. Those are supposed to be armor. Yeah. I mean, they might not block bullets, <laughs> but they are armor. and that's what Armor the, and weapons. That's what traditional jewelry was for women. And that is... Our women's nature, you can find it all over the mythology. The Valkyrie. The and the Valkyrie are not what people think they are. They think warrior maidens. That's not what the Valkyrie were. They were comforters of the dead, more or less. Mm-hmm. That's what they were. The the Furies, the Maenads, the, just just history. Like the, the Germanic woman that would slaughter the cowards that ran from battle. That is the woman's nature. It is to... Burn out the weak. And I want to make it very clear. There is a difference between weak and vulnerable. This has been conflated for a reason. It's so that our own natures, because the men detest the weak, Mm -hmm. but the women hate them so much they burn them like wildfire. Right. And when I say the men need defended, I don't mean from a punch. No, that's what we're for. I I do not mean from physical attack. Well, maybe physical attack from women. But that's that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, emotionally, we need defended. Mentally, we need defended, especially from other females or in modern in the modern world, the other races. So from the other women, from the other men that behave males that behave like like women, because let's be honest, they're not men. No, there are there are men, there are boys, and there are males. Just and there are women, there are females, and there are girls. Mm-hmm. These are different. There are forty-year-old girls and fourteen-year-old women, and vice versa. There are fourteen-year-old men and forty-year-old boys. All of these are males or females, but not all of them are full-grown, capable adults. Right. Well, and the reason. Okay. Let me roll with this. The reason why a lot of women seem crazy is because the matriarchs are gone, so they can't they can't teach them, guide them how how to direct these internal feelings which seem at conflict with each other. But the women are no more crazy than the men. 
Like when the guy loses his shit and punches a hole in a wall or a cupboard or rips a tree out of the ground and beats something with it. He seems like he's crazy, but it's because he can't do with his emotions what is more natural. It's not natural to hold it back that long that he completely loses his shit. So therefore, he looks crazy. Let's medicate him. Same thing with the women. They cannot focus on an enemy of their people or an enemy of their family well, it's and, and put all that bile that they have in is building up inside of them slowly in a more natural sense towards that enemy. Instead, they're expected to bottle it up, bottle it up. And then the only place that they, that they can socially release it acceptably is towards their own, their own kin, their, or their online. own or online disguised. Yeah. And that's the thing with um, with our women is if you look at like the mental illnesses that men or women get to diagnosed with, especially our people, you can see that it starts to become obvious what it is, is it's our own nature warped, twisted and misdirected. Yeah, it's turned within rather than allowed to go without. Well, it's been acknowledged it's more common for women to be diagnosed with some kind of antisocial disorder. Mm -hmm. It's not because... The women are crazier. It's because women inherently, they are kind and sweet within. I mean, they'll, they'll uphold standards. That's yes. What I'm well, and that's the other thing, too, is they uphold standards. And then you brought up um, the difference between weak and vulnerable. These two terms have been blended together. The strong are supposed to defend the weak. No, they are not. The strong are supposed to defend the vulnerable. Strength comes in many forms. Oh, yeah. Like one notable version for women. Man goes off to sea. As soon as he's past the horizon, he may as well be considered dead. But he's also maybe alive. So the woman spends years, basically, or potentially unable, years, potentially years, unable to mourn because she doesn't know if he's alive or dead. That takes strength, emotional strength, to know the man you love is off at sea and might be dead and rotting at the bottom, eaten by fishes. But you love him so that you still wish him to come back and to have your husband in your arms again. Yeah. So you hold on to that hope and you raise his kids and you keep his household. That takes strength to do that for your husband. And, and a type of courage. It takes courage to watch him go because she doesn't know if he's ever going to come back. He might get out there actually to where she can see and then bloop, he's gone. That, that is, that's got to be horrible. Well, especially to stand on the shore and watch that. Well, especially because of woman's logical nature. Mm -hmm. Because every second he's gone, he gives both. He's a Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. But instead of Schrodinger's cat, he's Schrodinger's sailor. Yeah. He is both alive and dead at the same time. Mm -hmm. That would that would be maddening. And, and it 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 would take strength to to stand and not be wooed by the next man to come along. It would to fritter away everything that's in the house. Uh, any wealth that that's been accumulated it would take strength to to maintain and we love that in our women that they can do this and oddly that they want to do this for us well it's grace it's poise it's that steadfastness that we find appealing mm -hmm. and it's why matriarchs and crones in the mythology are typically presented as either completely insane or extremely graceful proud regal individuals well and one good thing okay let me start with the bad thing 
The bad thing is feminism. Feminism, feminism. It doesn't matter what wave it is. Because feminism is not femininity. Femininity is good, feminism bad. The matriarchs have been removed to teach the young girls. Like, boys have patriarchs in some way, shape, or form. They might give you really bad advice, like your right. your wife should but, be your best friend. Right. <laughs> there is that. But they're like, you cannot, you're strong now. You're going through puberty, you're strong. You cannot just hit somebody because you can actually hurt somebody. Well, you can't do this and you can't do that. You have to be careful of these things. And you need to do this and you need to do that because you're a male. Males still have that, that structure. It's broken, it's twisted, but it still exists. The matriarchs for a while was just straight removed from the women's sphere. Oh, for like a couple generations. Yeah. And what replaced it was feminist. So you have a lot of females now from, say, growing up in the 70s to current, and it's gotten worse because without checks and balances, uh, things just, yeah. Anyways, so the young girls that we're dealing with now that are women now, they learned from feminists to hate men or no, I I wasn't taught to hate men. I was just taught that men are cruel and abusive and they take everything from you. Yes, you're t that's not what men do. Well, and part of the problem, if you actually look at when these feminist movements rose up, because the first ones in America, they rose up after the Civil War. And what happened after the Civil War? An enormous deficit of men. Like, it's actually commented on that the roots of feminism come from there were so many women that couldn't find husbands. Mm -hmm. So what do you do when you can't find a husband? When you can't find a man that you truly love? Well, you need to take care of yourself. Or even respect. Oh, even respect, because, because that would be the other problem. Because a lot of the existing men were rejected for being cowards for not fighting in the war, for avoiding it. Well, and then you have immigrants, which are women, again, very tribal. If you can get a w man of your tribe, a woman will take the man of their tribe. Mm -hmm. They might also find a man that they truly respect and want the genetics in the tribe, but that's another thing. So you have all these immigrants coming in. A lot of them are already married or bringing wives with them or families. The woman doesn't either can't marry them or won't marry them. So you end up with a, a bitter of, woman, a, a bitter old maid, which is what a lot of the like you read Susan B. Anthony. She straight up mentions, let's just put all the men in like a free range farm and rent them out. Yeah, I mean, that's not what she's remembered for now, but she did write stuff. She like actually that. said that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then after World War One and World War Two, when there was a ma again, another massive die off of men, that's when you get. This again, and part of it is because they either had no options or boys or weaklings or cowards mm -hmm. or immigrants, which well, again, women mo very tribal. Part of the issue is when you view, let's say a young man, 18 years old. Well, he's not a young man. He's a man. He, uh, the 18-year-old will never compare to the 30-year-old man. No. The, he can't. He, he just, he can't. He's not successful enough. He's not sturdy enough. He's not solid enough. He d he's not experienced enough. Fuck, the secondary sex characteristics that make men attractive are broad shoulders, our muscular density, our beards, our chest hair, all the things women kind of go goo-goo at. Well, and a lot of what men have to learn to be men takes a lot of time. Well, there's a reason. The, the planning, the progression, the patience, the constant working towards something even though it doesn't appear that you're making any ground so that tenacity that men have that 
never surrender, never say die. But I'm constantly building towards this thing. An 18-year-old cannot have that. There might be magnificent 18-year-olds. Now, unfortunately, the uh, we've been taught these are men and they're to be held to the standard of a full-grown man. man. He cannot meet that. Which means one of two It's things. unfair to him. Yeah. And, and then because he's a man... And the perception, due to legalities, well, now the women are holding him subconsciously at the level, that 18-year-old young man at the level of a 30-year-old man. He is weak. He is foolish. He is all of these negative attributes. He's not in reality. He's just a young man. So then they either turn him in their minds into a weak man or a boy, and he will forever be that way to that female. Yeah, he'll either always be a boy or he'll always be a weak man. The weak man needs exterminated from the female's perspective. Mm -hmm. Because what they love in our men is our strength, our innocence, our brutality. Those things that make them love, adore us, practically revere us. You can see it when they really, truly love a man. But the weak man to them is a twisted perversion of everything a man should be. So mm-hmm. they take steps. To, so it needs to be removed. Well, sometimes in history, they just straight up kill them. Yeah. Like, uh, well, like in Rome, Rome. Yeah. Ancient Rome. In Rome, they just though, there was packs of women literally going around dogpiling young men and killing and them. stabbing them to death. Like there, there wasn't no no pretend shit about it. No, nothing soft. It was just straight up gangs of women murdering males. Yeah, and that might be happening in some areas of our lands. But it might be happening now, and we wouldn't know. But, but um, the I wanted to move on to the the upside. The upside. Go ahead. Let, let's get positive about it, because we're not white knighting shit. We're not trying to attack anybody. We're just trying to lay out what is. There are some women that are finally fighting back, all the way from young women to matron age. Where they're like, no, our men are wonderful if you allow them to be wonderful. Are there weak men? Yes. There are men that don't even bother trying. They've been trained and they embraced the, these weak natures. The male feminists. <clears throat> the male feminists, yeah, which is what almost all of them are. Male feminists walk the other way. But there are women coming out saying, hey, women, calm down. Calm, and like the one I watched actually said, calm your tits. There are good men out there, and we need to nurture that. We need to encourage them to be good, strong men. We need to protect them from these other women that will attack their character, that will attack their their state of mind, their sense of value, self-value. Men have to feel valuable, I guess. Well, and I've actually had this happen. I have had a one woman attack my character and another one defend me. And this yes. happened when I was really young. I was about 19 working as a busboy while I was going to college. The woman claimed I stole her tips. What happened was she didn't get tipped because she's kind of a bitch. The other woman basically said, do you really think he would do that? And then all of a sudden it just stopped. Mm-hmm. It just stopped. Nobody said anything. That's kind of what's happening is there's not enough women stopping the ones and we notice we notice when they step up and defend us and every man falls in love with her just a little bit that that's how much it meant at the time when i was a young man to hear that Mm -hmm. to have someone defend my character specifically a woman well and society has both sides doing some of the dumbest shit 
Like society tells the man, well, women want men to show their emotions. It's okay to cry in front of a woman. They no, it's not. Sense, well, and I know there's a lot of women right now that was just laughing, saying, ha, 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 he's right, I, I did that, or whatever, that's now arguing, no, it's okay for a man to cry. You know, stop lying to yourself. You, you know, as soon as you see a man cry, he's weak. There's very few exceptions where, where it is okay for a man to shed tears in front of a woman or a child. It is almost never acceptable. And m- women say they want a sensitive man. They don't want a sensitive man. They want an innocent man who's observant. There is a very mm-hmm. big difference. It's like a lot of people say women like assholes. They don't like assholes. They like the strong man. The assertive man. The assertive strong man who doesn't want, who doesn't simp for them, basically. Yeah. They, they do not like simps. There's a reason they use it as an insult. Well, like the, the one video that we shared on our channel with the two girls. They want the rock. They, they, even they need that. the rock. They yeah, and those girls that. use that, that terminology. They need that solid rock of a man. It doesn't mean to be without emotion, but it, needs to, it means to never crack in front of, of those that need your protection and guidance. Because in reality, that's what we are as we're guides. The shield maiden, the, the woman, she shields us from the arrows. Yeah, from the from the emotional and mental attacks of she outside up the cracks. Mm-hmm. Yes, she she patches up the man's shield. She shields him from from emotional and mental attacks from without. That's her job. That's why she's so savage and brutal, because she she cuts quick and she cuts deep. Well, and it also explains why women have to be love or hate. This is basically how women seem to function. The only way they're indifferent to someone is if they don't even know them. They either really like them or they really hate them. Mm-hmm. And it's because the ones they really like, they have to protect against anyone else. It doesn't matter who they are, man, woman, or child. They could be good people. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. You came after my brother. I will destroy you. Right. Now, there is a balance that needs to be struck because women will try defending males against the wrong things. Oh, yeah. While leaving them vulnerable to the things that they actually need defended from. And we males, we make the same mistake. Like we, uh, most males that I've talked to, and th- men will lie to you women. Well, I'm telling you right now, you, you get the, the long, disgusting nails from a man's perspective. They're, they're long and disgusting. They're grotesque. They're horrible things. And if you ask him, do you like my nails? He will say yes. He's saying yes. Merely because he doesn't want to hurt your feelings and he wants you to like him. Men, grow the balls to say, no, those long nails are disgusting. I don't like them. The women will thank you for it. They will love you because you stand your ground and be like, you are pretty. Your nails are detracting from your beauty. Well, it's like the whole dyeing the hair bright colors. The the poison frog colors. When they let it go, tell them that their natural hair color is pretty. Or ask them, what is your natural hair color? Oh, it's not that pretty. It's like mousy brown. But I like mousy brown hair. Well, I actually do that. I will actually compliment women when they have their natural hair color. Well, because their pretty. natural beauty is just amazing. They, women are women are beautiful. They're, they have to be beautiful to us on an instinctual biological level. Or we would not exist. Oh, yeah. Through and through. All you have to do is be healthy. That's it. Healthy and not maim yourself. Same with the men. It's both ways. We, we, 
We are specifically designed to be attractive to the opposite sex so long as we are healthy. There's a lot of unhealthy people, which is causing some problems. But it's like makeup. I have told women we don't actually like them wearing makeup, and they never believe me. This is the only reason men like makeup, is it makes you look healthy even if you're not. Yeah. But then the moment men find out you're not. every man I've talked to in private, I don't like the smell of it. I don't like kissing her when she's wearing the lipstick because it gets on my lips and it tastes yucky. We don't. We don't actually like it. Yeah, we might look at a photograph w- of a woman and makeup and be like, oh, wow, she's pretty. We don't want you that way. We don't want our women like that because that's just it's it's almost grotesque. Well, and here's another thing is it actually removes- and grotesque doesn't mean yucky. Grotesque means I can't look away from it. Yes, it's it's like a train crash. Yes. And here's the thing is it removes racial characteristics because mm-hmm. like women you have a beautiful coat of vellus hair those tiny peach hairs that everyone tells you is gross it gives you a halo you're pretty with them yeah stop spending money on stupid um manicures and getting getting your nails covered over with plastic because that's what it is or uh, no it's not it's acrylic acrylic is liquid plastic congratulations welcome to chemistry class 101 but stop doing that because it actually detracts from your beauty. But my hands are so ugly without it. They look like man hands. No, they don't. Well, if if your hands look like looks like a man's hand, nah, the man's hand looks like a woman's hand. Tell him to start moving heavy things and get paws rather than hands. Oh, yeah. Well, it's women. I know you don't like this terminology, but women basically have talons. Even, I know you don't like like the really talony hands, but that's kind of what they get. They get like eagle claws. W- men get basically bear paws. Yeah. They get really thick, they get really strong, and they can just take a wallop. But I, I've never met, because um, I've had guys argue with me. I do too like long nails. So then I'll hold my finger out like, what, three, four inches off from the end of my finger. I'm like, like, like that. They're like, no, no. And then they bring their finger just off the end of their finger. They're like, like that. That's all as long as we like nails. That's all as long as hyperborean men like nails. We like them short, which is why I describe them as short nails is because from a woman's perspective, typically that tends to be short just off the end of the fingernail. Well, it's the woman's extreme nature, just like the men. Like you say, tell a woman that's too, that's too skinny. Like she's starving herself. Well, I like a little bit of meat on my women. Women then gains 50, 60 pounds and can't fit in anything anymore. You tell a woman that, oh, I actually like my women a bit more skinny. She'll starve herself till her rib cage is showing. They, there's not this balancing act. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with the men. It's, we, we're both, we're, our entire race are people of extremes, and the men and the women are both in the same boat. It's just expressing right. itself from the opposite sexes way of doing things yes we are we are we're complementary we're not identical the woman it does not have to be the same as the man and the yeah. man does not have men, to be the same as the woman here's a big secret boys and girls men and women are not the same no and women do like all those masculine things they like you strong they like you burly they well like and they got a shit to test stuff. too well they, they, they to. can't help themselves well we've gotten women to admit that they can't help it and here's the thing instead of being like oh she's shit testing me think of it like this women are much more logical than men and they're much more in the moment than men they need proof that they're picking the right man before they completely commit Mm -hmm. they are testing you the same way that you would test her to make sure she can actually keep your house a home and actually tend to shit or what was the one thing that you said 
uh, it involved beards when the guy shaved his beard. And she's like, oh, it looks nice. Well, yes, it looks nice to her now because now he looks like he should. He wasn't behaving like a man, so he's not worthy of having a beard. He looks better, more like he should without the beard. He looks more like the boy that he was acting like. Yes, which is partly why I think some of the shit tests involve effectively emasculating yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh, grow your hair out long. Oh, shave your beard. It's to make you look more boyish. Yeah. Because from their perspective, you're not a man. They Don't bring you a pair of womanish pants and expect you to wear it. Well, I got it in the men's section. No, they're womanish pants. No, take this shit back. They are testing to see if you're a man or a boy. Mm-hmm. Can you guide them? Can you lead them? Are you can strong you? enough to resist them? Oh, yeah, because this is the secret. When our people hit puberty, we get superpowers. Men slowly get super strength. Women basically get glamour. Yeah. Because it's oh, an interesting way to put it. But yes, well, the females, as they physically mature, gain a glamour. And the thing is, is like the wall that everybody talks about. The wall only affects females. It does not affect real women because real women there's I've shown young guys, women that are in their 60s and they behave like real women. Like I don't just show them a photograph. I show them. A film of this person moving around and they're like, man, I would have sex with her in a second. I might not want my friends to know, but I want I want to have sex with her. And it's weird. I don't understand why it's because she's behaving like a woman. Well, it's like that one scene in Nanny. Now you, you got the cunt, though, that's 60 years old and it's showing on her. They have no interest whatsoever. Well, the glamour not only fades, it turns on them. Yeah. It's like their soul starts to poke through. But when they're young, there are full-grown, capable, successful businessmen that have been completely wrapped around the finger of a young woman. Mm-hmm. It's the, the kind of power women have over men. It's not physical. It's more than that, which is why they have to be careful how they wield it. Just like a man with their physical strength, yes. a woman's cunning and glamour has to be used correctly well because great power comes great responsibility from the man's side because i've heard women complain about this especially when it comes to me i have to be very careful but when when the man gets excited and he hugs you and he hugs you so hard that it hurts and you can't breathe and it feels like your heart's gonna explode he's not doing that to be mean not if he's a man he he just loves you so much he would crush you to death well it's the same thing like you brought up earlier with the woman, oh, when they've got a baby and they're like, oh, my gosh, he's so cute. I could take a bite out of him in their head. Man, I want to take a bite out of this. Baby. Man, that was one of the weirdest conversations I ever overheard was a bunch of women talking about that. And then they was glad to find out that they wasn't insane, that they actually wanted to bite the baby. They didn't want to hurt the baby, but they wanted to bite and eat the baby. But they knew better. Well, this, so it, they didn't. Well, in that same conversation, they admitted the same feeling towards their men. They love when they love. I. It's not the same as men's love. It's a and it's not to kind. be confused with cannibalism. That, no, like the cannibal witch might have actually been a thing, but it would. But been. it's an aberration, a monster. Well, it's the, the same. woman turned monster. Well, it's the same as a man that finds sadistic pleasure in harming women. Yes, that is an aberration. Yeah, it's the woman when they love, and it's not the same as a man's love. You can see it's not the same, but it's still love. It's just different. It's like a madness. You can see it in their eyes. Mm-hmm. They would do anything for the man they truly love. They would do anything for this child they truly adore. Well, and it kind of comes down to that thing that, that my grandmother said. 
and she would explain it to both us, males and, and females, because we were boys and girls. So we weren't men and women yet. But a woman's emotions are like a river, a river so vast that you cannot see the far shore. And it's just deep enough to drown in. And she can get lost on that river. She, she doesn't know where the shore is anymore. The man plays the part of the lighthouse, gives her guidance, direction, something to anchor to. The man's emotions are like a river, deep and powerful, crushing emotions, just wide enough that he can't just jump across it. She is his bridge. She is his boat so that he can stay afloat and not, not be gobbled up by his emotions. So she gets lost. He gets crushed. And, and from the male perspective, think about yourself. When the emotions grab a hold of you, they are strong and they will drag you into doing some of the most ridiculous things as a male. Well, especially when you're young and you... Before you learn control. the true power of it. Oh, yeah. Well, it's... You end up breaking things. I mean, frick, I've accidentally broken doorknobs just by pulling them too mm -hmm. hard. Uh, uh, frick, I've broken windows by running into I've them. I've pushed doors in backwards because I got frustrated. I couldn't figure out what way to move the door as... Honestly, is because well, I was in a hurry and didn't turn the doorknob all the way. But I got frustrated, so I just pushed harder and then broke the entirety of the door. Well, and here's a secret, women. You're always told that your value... Well, television convinces you that men only love you for your looks. This is complete and utter bullshit. Nope. Oh, uh, yeah, because uh, like you brought up earlier, what's her face in that one show? The uh, Cook and Nanny McPhee. Yes. Three guys. And it, it, it has nothing to do with the actress at well, kind of, because she delivered the lines. But the what she said and the 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 honesty, the the intensity that she said it with, there was three guys watching the movie. Yes, guys was was watching Nanny McPhee. Immediately wanted to have her for his own because she was that supportive and complimentary towards the males. Mm -hmm. Almost savage, almost savagely protective. Savagely protective and loving. Yes. Well, it's. It's like old mythology. The the female monsters are far more dangerous than the men. Yes. The sirens, the furies, the nymphs, the, the And they're not physically they they're not physically they don't necessarily They're more crafty and yeah. deadly. They're more unexpecting. It's like a flower that shoots poison darts in your eye. Yeah. It's like wild women, troll women. There there's many instances of this in the mythology and the folklore. Will kidnap a man they love and the man won't get away till she's had like eight babies. Yes. This is how much our women love our men. They will gladly, if they can't have him fair play, they will take him with a blade. They will take him with... She, she'll cheat. She'll figure out a way. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is, like, are women crazy? From a man's perspective, yes, without a doubt. But we're completely insane and even stupid from their perspective. Right. But the reality is, is they're not actually crazy. They are perfectly the way a woman is supposed to be. What's... what's What's wrong is the way that it's it's expressed. Society has damaged everybody, and we're too busy blaming each other to fix anything. The the women are they're heartbroken because the men are angry at them. The men are heartbroken because the women are attacking them. But the women are attacking them because they're heartbroken because the men are mad at them. And the men are attacking them because a, they're heartbroken. It's a constant spiral, and the only thing we can do to stop it is just say no. Yeah. No more. We have to stop and, and these, we have to help each other. We have to understand everybody is damaged. 
that we ourselves are damaged and be like, okay, I have these, these instincts. What do I do with it that is good for me and my people? Who are my people? I don't know. Start with, if nothing else, start with mom, dad, brother, sister, cousin. If you have a girlfriend or a husband or a, a, a girlfriend, boy- wife, hu- husband or boyfriend, whatever, start with that. These are your people, your family, your close friends. These are actually your people. And start start using your natural inclinations in a in the most positive way that you that you can think of. Don't attack your dad just just because just because he happens to be there and he's big and strong and he can take it. Men are not bulletproof. Well, we can take one hell of a beating, but you hurt our feelings. That's forever. We or, will heal from a gunshot quicker than we will heal from hurt feelings. Oh, yeah. Well, and here's the thing is th- these natures, they're nothing new. They don't develop just because of conditioning. They're there when we're born, mm-hmm. when we're young, when the, the, the innocent boy is like, oh, I'm going to learn to fly and get some cardboard wings and is about to jump off. You know, the frickin, I don't know, the, the tall slide. Mm-hmm. And the little girls are just there both impressed and tapping their foot like, why are these boys so stupid? Well, and part of why women think that men are stupid is because we believe whatever whatever they say, if we love them. We're naive and we're innocent. Yes, we're naive and we're innocent. We want to believe you. We might not even believe you, but we are trying so hard that it appears that we believe you because we want to because we love you. We are not stupid. We are perfectly, should be perfectly aware of what's going on. But we want to believe you so much because we love you that we will pretend. Well, and to clarify something, because I think it's important to clarify innocence. Innocence like a bear. A bear will straight up kill another bear. A bear will accidentally kill a rabbit. Like we said, we will hug. Oh, a real one. Uh, A a real thing. I saw it on YouTube. A bear playing with with a fawn. And then the bear killed the fawn and ate the fawn. The bear is still innocent. It wasn't intent. Nothing was done out of malevolence. Yes, there was no malicious intent there. No cruelty. No nothing. He really, truly liked playing with the fawn. And then he decided it was time to eat and the fawn was there. The fawn is food. Well, and there are some instances just to get to the men asking the woman. The woman is actually of such a high station, she would never find a, a man of that equal station. Like Grace O'Malley, she mm-hmm. would need to either, I think she, her first mate is likely, I think it was supposed but to be Most her, likely the, the father of her children. The father of her children and was probably her father's first mate. So yeah. when she was young, she saw him as a higher figure, even if he's lower ranked now. Mm-hmm. And then there's instances Which like... Which means that she was still deferring to him. Oh, yeah. Well, and Kukulin, uh fought that woman warrior and was so impressed by her... He demanded that they have a child. Yes. But they didn't get married. It's just she was so and impressed. he didn't have to rape her. He didn't have to take it by force. No, she was impressed by him in turn. Yes. I mean, it's actually a stereotype like uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That yes. film. They're both revealed to be assassins. They both try to kill each other for a while. And then when they realize just how dangerous the other one is. They fell even more in love. And they had a very fun night. Yeah. So it's. We really perfectly complement each other, and we need to understand our own natures as males, as females. You're not 
women, you're not crazy just because you want to stab a bitch. That doesn't make you crazy. Stabbing a bitch for no reason makes you crazy. But that desire, it should always be there. It's like a man walking into a room and immediately figuring out how to kill everybody in the room. It is our nature. The woman is trying to figure out how can I control, how can I basically get everybody to do what I want? How can I twist? How can I blackmail? What do I have to do to get what I need? Men are figuring out how do I kill them if they become a threat? Mm -hmm. It's the same way. Well, they're both identifying potential threats to to themselves and their own. Yes. Their their kiss. Their their, their kin, sorry. The kiss is, is the land, the home. But to their kin. So, like, I, I, I was telling you before. I've weirded some people out because got a group of people. And every woman there is mine. And most of the men are mine. You do not mess with them. They belong to me. That doesn't mean I own them. They are mine. I am... I am I am going to protect them. They are my people. And it's just the way that it is. There's a savagery, and it kind of weirded you out earlier when I was explaining it to you because it's a so fire lights up behind think. my eyes. Oh, yeah. You absolutely adore our women, just like our women absolutely adore our men. And that same cruelty, that viciousness, it's just like the women when they realize that that gentle touch on their cheek to wipe away a tear when they're, when they're crying... That same hand can rip a man's spleen out. Yes. That. Well, I'd go with crush a skull. Oh, yeah. Crush yes, a skull. The, that same gentle touch that can wipe away a tear, cradle a cheek, hold you gently, is the same hands that can crush a skull and, and pull a man's arm right off. It's the same with the women. We are attracted to the fact that, yes, the woman, she makes us cocoa when we're tired. She soothes us when we're when we're t- when we're weak when we need a little bit of lifting up well not weak vulnerable yeah when we're vulnerable clear. even i'm caught up in a bit of the the verbal linguistics of the new speak but we also know that that same cocoa for an enemy would be poisoned yes we know that that same we trust that our woman is not going to poison us she's going to nurture us we trust that the woman when we she has our head on her lap and she's just stroking our beard that or she's hair, not going to smother us to death in our sleep smother us gut our throats everything she is perfectly capable of because she loves us and it's the same trust that the woman gives to the man that he will not reach out and strangle her to death when he is pulling her in close to hug her and that's what we need to understand is we are both dangerous but we have to stop and we need to be dangerous we need to be dangerous if we're not dangerous we're not we're not fully formed the woman is dangerous the man is dangerous the boy and the girl are dangerous but it's if you were told a boy is dangerous unless it's freaking the antichrist from the omen i don't really think a lot of people are quaking in their boots (laughs) but yes we are dangerous and we're supposed to be dangerous but we're not supposed to be dangerous to each other while we're we're dangerous to without, to the inside. We're supportive. And that's the way that we should be. Well, and we also tend to practice like men practice with war games. We mm-hmm. spar. It's, it's like the stereotype. Men could be in the middle of a massive fight over something, about to just throw down, teeth flying, fingers broken, cauliflowered ears, nose keltified. But when the woman walks in, you know, Hello, uh, 
I'm trying to find this place. All the men are just like, oh, hello, dear. Uh, uh, we can go right yeah, here. Yeah, all of a sudden everything stops. Well, it's like the, the image you see it in movies sometimes. I've seen it a couple times in real life. You got two guys going at it, hammer and tongs, just beating each other. And the woman calmly steps up between them. Boys, boys. Or, hey, men, men, what are we fighting over? Explain it to me and then you can continue. And then she scolds them if it's a ridiculous. Yeah, reason. if it's a ridiculous, uh, because I've seen that where, and one of the circumstances, and, and the thing is, she was so respected. She knew better than to step in, you know, actually while they was, she waited for them to break apart, but then she stepped in and inserted herself between them. Explain to me why we're fighting, and then I'll let you continue. I just want to know what I'm watching. Well, they both immediately calmed down, explained to her why they was fighting, and in the one case, she's like, okay, continue. And well, then they continued. In the other case, she's like, are you sure this is worth fighting for? And they're like, well, no, not really. I don't really feel like fighting now. And, and brought it to a halt. It, because these are big guys that can cause actual injury to each other. She was pr- protecting the guys from each other. And well, she used their love of her to do it. Yes, and it wouldn't necessarily be romantic love. It could be the respect of a female elder. There are many ways this right. could go. Don't forget that love comes in many forms. Right. And I'm not talking about the LGBT al- alphabet yeah, yeah, mafia that, bullshit. That's not fucking love. That is not love. That's lust at best. Love, lust, uh, and like. These are three separate things. Three completely separate things. You can love somebody and not like them and not lust them. Well, and to be clear, there's a woman's version of this, too, because like your family still ran in the traditional way of there's a woman's sphere and a men's sphere. Mm-hmm. Oh, one of the women got stabbed by another one and the men didn't find out for weeks. Yeah. But why? Because that's a woman's business. Yep. It was none of the men's business. And they was actually angry that the men even found out. Oh, yeah. Which almost caused another stabbing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but here's the other thing, too, with because I've... After watching the the matriarch break these these guys up, and even though she allowed them to go fighting, uh, go back to fighting in the one case and then the other case they actually stopped, I've seen young women try doing the same thing. They did it completely differently, and the the female got hurt. She's screaming and yelling and dives into the fray to try and break it up. Never do that. These two men going at each other, it's like stepping between two bears. You don't do that. What the matriarch did differently was she approached calmly. She demanded attention. She only yelled once to get their attention. Hey! And they, they, they noticed her. They realized who it was. She was calm and stern and caring for both. Then she calmly steps in between them because they stopped fighting for that moment and took control of the situation. Yelling, screaming, jumping on a dude's back, that's just going to make the situation worse. And get you hurt. Yeah, and get you hurt. So don't do that. Don't yell and scream and rush in. No, you have to stand there calmly at the edge of of the fray and get their attention. Hey, hey, guys, don't ever shriek because what the male in that fight is going to hear is a woman being threatened. It's just going to rile them up even more. Which... Just instinctively, we hear a woman in trouble. Adrenaline courses through our veins. Yes. And here's the thing is women used to be taught how to be graceful, how Mm -hmm. to have that poise and that regalness. And just like men used to be taught to be strong, rugged, brave, heroic, these things have been shooed away. 
but so have also the ability to refine our danger because women mm -hmm. a lot of these like classes on how to be a good woman they also included extremely dangerous things mm -hmm. this whole idea that women were supposed to just the ladies shooting club the ladies shooting club the here is how we garden oh you have to watch out for this bean because if you boil it for about five minutes and then you dry it out a little bit it makes a very dangerous poison and these are the roses 20 additional uses for garden shears <laughs> that used to be a thing yeah it, it was actually a thing you, you can find these and some of them included stabbing a motherfucker with garden shears this is how you hold it and don't hold it this way because then the handle will flip it was actual things for ladies well women all, all your sewing implements double as weapons even the loom yeah even the loom is a weapon and we're dangerous and that's okay what we need to do is use the danger the dangerous part of ourselves to protect each other well just, it's it's there to keep each other safe the dangerous part of a man is to keep women safe the dangerous part of a woman is to keep the men safe from the things that he is too innocent and naive to see. Well, and if you think about it, the male and the female traditional jobs, jobs that are traditionally thought of as male versus jobs that are traditionally thought of as female, they exemplify the man and woman's danger while showing that they can use it to create. Mm -hmm. They've truly mastered themselves. Men, it's butchering, it's roofing, it's carpentry, it's forging, it's hunting, all these things that require you to be skilled in some form of danger. Hitting things, using a hammer, using a blade, using a bow, using a gun. Mm -hmm. Same with women. The sewing, the knitting, the cooking, the, the gardening. Shit, just being a waitress. Oh, just being a waitress. Uh, it's a noble profession, actually, for women. Because she can destroy a person or lift a person up for a whole day. Oh, yeah. Easily. N not to mention just the physical danger, because there's lots of implements where she could hurt, hurt somebody. But just the emotional danger, the emotional damage or healing that she could do, and it's up to her which one it is. Well, and I'd like to make sure that I, it's going to be a bit wedged in, but I want to say this because it's important. Online is not real life. Mm -hmm. You can use it as a tool. Like, we're using this as a tool to build something in real life for our people. That's what this broadcast is, to help people in real life by using the Internet that's what we're doing. If we could, we would be doing a ham radio podcast or something like that. Well, if we could, we'd be talking to people in real life. Oh, we did. Just, yeah, uh, yeah, just, just yesterday. yesterday. We actually talked to two pseudo-Christians and almost got them. We, I think we got the young one to think, oh, oh, paganism's an option. Yeah, and if you're listening, hey, guy. Hey, man. And, but women, it women understand this, actually, because, like, they'll get called pretty a thousand times online means nothing to them. They get called pretty once in real life by someone they actually kind of like. They're all giggly. Yeah. It's the same with insults. Well, you've seen it when we've gone to the store and I tell tell a woman that she's looking nice today and then she just turns all sorts of beet red because nobody said it to her in person in forever. Oh, yeah. Same with men. Uh, I have been told by a woman that I am actually beautiful like a painting. Or things of that nature. Like it's, a German god step out of the forest. That I've actually gotten that. Like, you look like you've stepped out of a Bronze Age forest, or you look like a German god. I've gotten these statements from women. They mean a lot. And it's the same for women. When they're told they're majestic, aren't you looking magnificent today? Yes. That That's one of my personal favorites is to tell them that they look magnificent. Not just Be pretty. Not just magnificent. pretty. Magnificent. Or noble. 
these things matter to each other. We have to let each other know that we still love each other, mm-hmm. even if it's just a little flirting on the side. You And just like you know compliments online, you got to take them with a grain of salt. Don't let a bunch of idiots, because we've seen this happen too. The woman gets a bunch of pushback from some idiots online, and then they start changing how they behave. And it happens to the men too. Right. Online is not real life. You might have online friends. We have online friends. Well, and But in general, these idiots that insult you, that troll you, that tell you, you should do this. Why are you doing that? No, 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 no. Don't listen to them. They're freaking idiots that don't have anything better to do. And most importantly, stand your ground in real life because there's a lot of people out there waiting to see somebody just stand their ground. Oh, yeah. That's it. They actually agree with you, but they're too, they're too scared. Well, and the moment people find out that you actually think this thing, like we've had entire lines at the store. Yeah, entire lines at the store already at at this other place. I have people, I'm changing the the culture. Myself, changing the culture at an entire, let's just say, workplace. Because I stand my ground, because I mean what I'm saying, and I don't attack anybody. You must be steadfast, man or woman steadfast uh, noble strong and mean what you say you have to actually believe it you have to believe and it's in hard people and it is hard because even i occasionally will struggle with it because you are a barbarian mm-hmm. you have grown up with this you are you are strong you are wise you are uh you are, i am the celtic god you're bold you're courageous and people see that I am a barbarian in training, and more than likely, I will never quite get there, but I'll get so close. But you're going to try, and that's all that matters. Just keep trying and stand your ground. And with any luck, my children will be. They will be strong. They will be wise. They will be bold. On that that note, because you're right, you get as far as you can, your children hopefully can cross that threshold that that you're incapable of. And And it's due to your training. As a young man, there there's certain wounds they can heal, but they will scar. But yes, there's going to be a scar and hopefully your children won't have that scar. And the same thing is true of everybody. But on that note, once we broke this cork, we're out of time, man. Several minutes ago. <laughs> oh, well, then I will just say something that your grandmother actually used to say quite a bit, which is uh, behind every man. There is a great woman telling the man not to do that great thing but following and aiding him anyway. Lorekeeper out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is a huge topic. I hope that uh, we remember to broach this topic again, and I'm pretty sure that we will. Uh, For those who made it to the end, I hope that we helped you in some way. And uh, even if you disagreed with us a lot and just got angry and had to listen three or four times to to get through it. Uh, Anyways, I'm rambling. See you guys next week. Bye.